This is the daily podcast from St. Paul's Knightsbridge. An invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, Roland Brunner and Michael Koenig invite you to join them on a musical and theological exploration of the world of Bach's chorale preludes. In Adam's fall, all of mankind fell. Corrupt is his whole nature. That poison passed to us as well. We are a helpless creature. These are the first few lines of the nine verses long poem by Martin Luther. The first five verses describe in length the story of Adam and Eve committing the original sin. Those first five verses of the German original make pretty grim reading, but the poem lightens up later when Luther refers to Jesus Christ as our Savior. Michael, we just listened to the chorale. But this week we want to discuss and discover some of Bach's chorale preludes. What exactly is a chorale prelude? Well, Roland, a chorale prelude is an organ piece intended to introduce a hymn. The genre originated in the German Lutheran tradition where the hymns are called chorales. But more than merely working as a playover for these hymns, a chorale prelude encourages the listener to meditate on the respective chorale on which the prelude is based. Starting in the 17th century, many German composers have written chorale preludes, among them Buxtehude and Pachelbel. But like with so many other genres, Bach has taken the idea of a chorale prelude to an entirely new level. He was the first to write what we could call mood music, something Schubert and Wagner would later do. So Bach wanted to illustrate the theological essence of the chorale. Listen what he does at the beginning of the chorale prelude on Durch Adams Fall ist ganz verderbt. That sounds pretty gloomy and depressing. Indeed it does. This is because Bach wanted to render a musical image of the fall of man. I see. But how exactly does Bach do that? He superimposes three different layers of music. Firstly, there is the tune on top in long note values. Then there is the fall of man, depicted in the pedal with intervals that are deliberately violating the musical grammar of Bach's time. In fact, there is a total of 24 such downward leaps in this choral prelude, 
And in number symbolism, with which Bach was very much familiar, the number 24 is an extension of the number 6. As the cross total of 24, 2 plus 4 is 6. And in both the Hebrew and the Christian tradition, 6 stands for sin and imperfection. Because 6 looks already like the perfect 7, and 7 is the number of the 7 seals or the 7 trumpets in the book of Revelation, but the number 6 is not yet perfect. It falls short. And 666, 666, of course, is the epitome of that. And finally, as the third layer in this choral prelude, Bach writes two inner voices that are wriggling and meandering their way, like the biblical serpent does. Despite all these symbols of sin, the choral prelude still ends in a rather uplifting manner. Perhaps you have an explanation for that, Roland? I think I do. So, I mean, Bach sort of translated only the first few verses of Luther's poem into music. The last verses are left untouched. Verse 7 describes that only God can save us. Who puts his hope and trust in God will never be confounded, it says there. The last two verses are a prayer asking God for forgiveness and redemption. The prelude points towards the light at the end of the tunnel, and so does Luther's poem. When I was a teenager and had to prepare for confirmation, we all had to learn Luther's small catechism by heart. It was sheer torture. And the problem is, at that age, one only really cites mechanically, without understanding or questioning what has been learned. And having to learn it in medieval German didn't help either. In order to, um, to prepare for this podcast, I went through Luther's writings and was astonished not only by the beauty of the language he uses, but also by his love in God and Jesus Christ. I sometimes think that all those writings of Martin Luther are love letters to God. The last verse of today's poem can be seen just as that. Your holy word is to my feet a lantern brightly burning, a lamp to light the darkest street, and where the star of morning its light imparts to human hearts. There, too, the Holy Spirit with grace is given and sent from heaven. There we our hope inherit.
You can join Michael and Roland tomorrow as they explore another Choral Prelude, and on Wednesday evening at 8.30 London time for a live video seminar in our Zoom room, followed by Compline. And this is just one of many podcasts you can find from St Paul's Knightsbridge on SoundCloud or Spotify. Check out our website for details.